Thank you, guys. Yeah, excited. <laughs> Thank you so much. And thanks for saying I'm your favorite player. Thanks for having me on, guys. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for having me. Um, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. No problem, guys. Thank you for having us. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for having me on here. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you for having me on. Hey guys, how are you going? No problems at all, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. That's a nice introduction. No problem. Thanks so much for having me on, guys. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. A good laugh, a good chat. So I've enjoyed it. Thanks, boys. Sky Blue Stories is recorded at the Hills Podcast Studio at the Bella Vista Hotel. Welcome to Sky Blue Stories for another week as we talk through the Sky Blue week that was. And uh, we've got a lot on tonight, so my intro is going to be very short. Sean, how are you, mate? I'm very well, Jonathan. Uh, Tide is quite a trek. <laughs> Traffic was absolutely <laughs> shit today. Yes, <sighs> we are. Who, um, whose idea was it to put cars on roads? Seriously. Bring back COVID, I say. <laughs> oh, That's a bit of a joke. Thanks, Craig Kelly. That's a bit of a joke. <laughs> um, but this week uh, on Sky Blue Stories, we're going to talk about a couple of games that have happened, a couple of games that will happen. And uh, the NPL, which is kicking off this weekend, Sean. Yeah. Um, we'll also, for the first time, do a bit of a match review post-game sort of live, but not... Inception? Something. Yeah. <laughs> something to do yeah. something to do with DiCaprio. Um, but we're, we're going to do the first half of the pod right now, and then we're going to watch uh, City FC take on Melbourne City, and then we'll come and talk about it. Yeah, the Battle of the Blues. It's a bit, bit odd having a game on a Tuesday night, yeah. so bear with us. Um, but I hope you enjoy what we put out there uh, this week. Thanks to everyone again for all your... Engagement and chat during the week. Um, I was extremely humbled on the weekend um, at the football, Sean. Someone sort of just yelled out randomly, great podcast, fellas, or something like that, and um, completely caught me off guard. So that was great. Uh, and again, just being at the football and seeing, you know, people that we, um, well, people that you love to see, Sean. Yeah, just massive shout out to the weather. It was just perfect, absolutely peach. perfect, glorious. It was a peach. A bit a bit late to this one, um, but as we as we go through, Sean, um, thanks to Scotty Gallen, who does um, does interact with us quite a bit, um, but he's left us a very, very favourable uh, five-star review on Apple Podcasts um, a while ago. It was the start of January, so we're a bit late to it, but... Um, Thanks, thanks very much, Scotty. And, and if you guys feel that you would like to review our podcast, um, please feel free to do so. It makes us feel warm and fuzzy. And uh, if it's a bad review, well, that's okay too. Um, we just won't like you as much as we like Scott. No, definitely not. Yeah, let's get through because we've got a lot to get through, Yeah, let's Sean. smash through it. All right, let's uh, get around the grounds with our, the best of our socials. Uh, Big Charles, signed Big for Wellington. Charlie. Big Lingue signed mm. for Wellington Phoenix. Uh, he was signed for Marconi for the NPL season. Uh, I assume that he still will get some time with him because the season should go longer for the NPL than it does oh, for the A-League. I see, I see what so you're So he doing, might man. come back to the Marconi. Mm. Apparently he was killing it for Marconi in early season uh, pre-season trials. He did try with Wellington in the he A-League did. pre-season. So maybe did, yeah. at the time there was just no space for a striker or he just wasn't quite doing it for them then. But Wellington's had a few injuries, injuries. and yeah. and form con- concerns. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, look, he gets another chance at the A-League. Um, an exceptionally good footballer at NPL yeah. level, Sean. Yeah, whether he can step up. He just kind of sits somewhere in between. Um, a, a very good NPL player or a very poor it's almost <laughs> A-League player. Look, if there was a national second division... Oh, he'd, he'd probably be one of the first yeah, striker to sign, to be yeah. fair. Um, ha, ha, has scored goals at, at the NPL level um, very, very frequently. Yeah. Uh, and even uh, oh, eagle-eyed uh, Jamie saw that uh, good old Yop Vanderlyn uh, <laughs> said congrats Charlie on, on his post there on, on his Instagram great page. Big so bit, bit, bit of love from a former Sky Blue, yeah, cherished Sky Blue. That's nice. Um, that's the other nice. thing that came across me uh, was the good old SFCU votes and in a first for Costa. Mm. He's got the mm. monkey off the back. He's, he's SFCU man of the match. Cherry has been popped. From the game against um, the Nooks. Yeah, he was absolutely fantastic. And here we go. <laughs> Welcome, James. <laughs> As as I alluded to earlier, uh, I haven't um, taken. It's going to be weird me sitting in your spot, James. But um, <laughs> it's weird being in your spot. <laughs> but uh, is there a run sheet? Yeah, oh just God. just let, let's just, just let just James leave. settle in. Let's <laughs> just let, leave. Let's let James get his computer oh, on. Oh, the traffic was shit, eh, James? 
And, um, <laughs> you know, the one night we have a time restriction and Sydney traffic decided uh. to turn it on for both Sean and James. So <laughs> I left uh. yesterday. Yeah. Um, oh, look, yeah, Costa got his uh, man of the match uh, first in his time in Sky Blue about time. But hope there's one of many to come. I think so. I think he looked really good um, against Brisbane on the weekend, actually, as well, Sean. But we'll talk about the Brisbane game a bit later on. Um, you wanted to just wrap up, just wrap up the Ryan Grant. Yeah, hair his gone. hair's gone. He, he's he's back like he was when he first was coming through the Sky Blues. Uh, well done on on Grant doing that and, and all the money over twenty thousand, twenty one, twenty two thousand. Amazing, yeah. Amazing. Absolutely fantastic. So well done, Ryan. Um, yeah, great and job. And our, um, our first mention for the night, uh, our Luke Bratton charity auction. Mm. Uh, the funds from that um, will be going towards um, Buster's uh, fundraiser. So that should raise that even higher. Current bid at $601, gents, which is, which is outstanding. Um, got in touch with the, the, the two guys that uh, have been bidding wildly on that and um, they're both sort of being a bit tentative about the whole thing but we will, uh, we'll see if there are any last minute bids uh, Wednesday night the 24th so depending on when you listen to this um, more than likely that, uh, that auction will be wrapped up so we're, we're super excited to, um, to get that all done and uh, again thanks to Buster for allowing us to, to just pile onto his fundraising efforts and all of the money raised from that will go towards uh, the Leukemia Foundation. And another uh, thing that came across my eyes this week was uh, good old ASOTH, good old Jamie there with his uh, Sydney FC 2021 bingo in terms of commentating and uh, what the commentators will uh, typically say when they're watching us. Um, some of them got a little bit of giggle from me, you know, things like uh, Ruse Bolter, uh, Retro the Utility Man, uh, what was another? Oh, Search for a Three-Peat. And uh, Trent Bahaja, um, the Speedster, maybe you know, good old Brenton Speed. I'm, I'm pretty sure I pronounced his last name correctly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speed. Subtle. Speed. <laughs> yeah, but that, that was kind of cute. I quite like that. And the last thing uh, I just wanted to mention as well is uh, an article uh, that popped up this week on FFCU. Um, written by uh, Mr. Greeley. And uh, it was called Just Tap It In, Corrigabore and the Absence of One Touch Passing. And tell us tell us about this, Sean, because oh. I, um, I had a quick look um, just before, but, yeah, interested to see. So um, Nick, I think it is, I think it's Nick Greeley, um, has, has put a couple of articles up on sfcu.com.au. But uh, what's this one focusing in on, Sean? I, I don't disagree. I, it's kind of... A, Reminds me of things I've said in the past about a bit of our tactics, but basically that the lack of one-touch passing and perhaps it's drilled into much of the boys to that take a pass, uh, take a touch, sorry, and then pass, take a touch and then pass. And we're probably one of the best teams, it says in there, that in terms of playing out from the back and maintaining possession and moving that ball from the our defensive middle to attacking third, but mm. because we're taking that touch and pass, touch and pass, touch and pass every time, it's slowing us down. And then by the time we get to our final third, basically have eight, nine of their players, you know, kind of behind the ball. And then we're going to mm, try okay. some low percentage play to try and get the ball in the back of the net and it just kind of fails. So we're not mm. – basically we're not quick enough. And I've noticed that in the past too. We get to the edge of the box. Caceres is hunting around the edge mm. of the 18 looking for something, looking for something. Nothing comes off or um, this is they're trying to pass it into the six-yard box. There's just too many. Well, they what we've seen the last few weeks, Jono, was that they were – like our wingers were getting all the way to the byline and then cutting it back, crossing it yeah. back, yep. looking for that penalty spot, but there was no one there or there was one too many Mariners or the, Phoenix um, or whoever many defenders were the, there. For the football managers out there of, of football manager um, fandom, it's, it. it's, it's the old instruction, work it into the box. Yeah. Work it into the box. Um, yeah, interesting interesting observations um, in, that, in that article. I Look... It's been successful. Um, one of the one of the comments was around. Uh, obviously, it would be you know for a professional team. You know, it's 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 probably a bit different. Um, you know, trying to get rid of that. But look, again, we won two comps back to back. Um, if we win our remaining games at the moment, we're top of the table. So, it's you know, it, it, maybe it's not as attractive as as some other teams, but um, it gets results. Getting the job done. Sounds like what results. Sounds like Corica said to me. Thanks. Hello, hello, James. Yo, how are you, my friend? Flustered. 
Flustered, that's okay. Take a deep breath. I like how you dress tonight. Very um very nice. You look like something no, <laughs> looks like something out of NWA. Like Despite a, the Tottenham hat. But straight out of Compton. Yeah, d- first one. It's you know what? It's nice to see you wearing it even though they lost. That's that's you good. gotta thick and thin. That's good. Support man. your team. Just like Barbarus's. Yeah. Yeah, that's thick right. And thin. You backed him always, always. Always backed him. Never said a bad word. You're his number one fan club. I I, I I have started a website. You even changed the name of this podcast to the Costa Barbarossa's podcast. Yeah, I'm concerned about what happened in kind of my nine minutes of absence. We scrapped that. <sighs> yeah, sorry. But welcome, James. It's, it's so nice to see so you. So good to be here. And I'm here. so sorry that you have to travel about 50 kilometres every week. Uh, the so last my, bit of my mechanic isn't <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, the last bit of uh, round the grounds news. Sean, uh, former Sydney FC favourite Kofi Danning, oh, got engaged. Congratulations, the week. Cool. Big Kofi. Kofi. Cool, cool, That's cool, right. Cool. So congrats to Kofi and his beautiful partner. Um, uh, they've already got a kid or two potentially. Um, so yeah, but he, he got engaged right out of during the week. Oh, so. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so that was nice to see throughout the week as well. Um, talking about some club news and squad news uh, for this week, we saw the signing of Pat Wood. Um, signing a scholarship contract for the A-League team for the next two seasons. And look, it makes sense. I actually, I think I remarked to you both that I thought that was already in place. Um, But Mm. Pat Wood um, has started the last two games. He won't be starting tonight against Melbourne City. Uh, But uh, certainly due to make a big, big contribution, I think, this year, uh, especially with all the games that are going to have to be back-to-back-to-back coming up. So congratulations to Paddy. FFA Cup and ACL, so good on Good on him. All right, Jono, it's that time. It's not that time. No. It's not that time. Sean, you, you're so flustered. You're so flustered. Yeah. You're not looking at the upgrade. Oh, I'm not looking at yeah. the upgrade. Sorry. I've That's got... okay. It's okay. It's okay. <sighs> it's, it's the traffic. It's all right. So what we're going to do is, I'll keep talking, mm-hmm. and um, I'll let you open up the, the updated run sheet. So uh, this week, Alex Do we Wilkinson, do run sheets on this podcast? Yeah. Just for two out of three members. I reckon that's if if there was a Sydney FC, if there was a Sky Blue story, sorry, uh, Bingo Sean, like Jamie was talking to, I think run sheet would be like one of the words that pops up quite quite often. Chicken chow man as well. Yeah, it didn't work out. Twelve months ago, that would. (laughs) It didn't work out. Yeah, no, it didn't. That was that's that's from the vault. That one. Um, This week. Yes, yeah, sorry, now I see it. This sorry. week, Alex Wilkinson will rack up 300 A-League games. In fact, he will be doing it very shortly as we talk live. Big Wilco. Um, 118 of those will be for Sydney FC. Uh, vast majority of those games obviously coming with Central Coast Mariners and uh, had a handful of games for Melbourne City um, just prior to coming to the all-conquering 2016-17 Sydney FC team. Um, in doing so, uh, actually, Wilco also takes him uh, equal with Branners, Brandon O'Neill, uh, into sixth, equal sixth, uh, on the all-time Sydney FC appearance list. So, next week, barring any absolute disasters, he'll be um, the sixth most uh, capped for Sydney FC, which is pretty exciting. That's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very Hel- deserving as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, our captain for the last couple of seasons um, and has, has, again, led throughout his entire uh, A-League career, but um, also in, in the K-League. He got two K-League titles and uh, played at the 2014 World Cup, I believe. Didn't he get like player of the season or year or something like that for K-League yeah, in the team y- of the season? You're right. Yeah, Asian player. Of, not, Asian. Maybe not Asian player of the year, but yeah, um, could have been... Pl- Player of the Year for the K-League, Sean, you could be right. Uh, there was actually uh, a, a, an exceptionally well-written um, article by Tom Smithies on the A-League website. So if you get a chance, jump onto aleague.com.au and have a, have a read about Wilco's um, achievements and, and career to date. Uh, and I thought that just summed him up perfectly. Uh, so well done to, to Tom Smithies. Um, and, yeah, I mean, what a man. Let's, let's hope he's here next season. I'm... I reckon he's still got another season I th- in him. I think so. Yeah. I think so. His, um, his football intelligence will, will take him. I don't really think he's slowed down. So No, no, yeah, absolutely not. Myself. Absolutely not. So now, Sean. I'm going to try and hit the right button because I'm sitting on Ooh, a different seat. Okay. You reckon? I hate this podcast. I love us so. I just love seeing James's face every time we we do. Are we paying Dukovny 
royalties off, off that. Guy, we could do at least Californication. Yeah, oh. that's true. It's a good show. That's <laughs> a brilliant show. When, show. Remember that when everyone realised the chicken was the girl from the nanny? Madeline Zimmer. Oh, yeah. oh, God, you said that quickly. <laughs> oh, sorry. Fuck. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a good show. Like, everyone's like, it's that's hey, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> anyway. Moment. A trip down Middleby Lane. Uh, there's a lot in trip down Middleby Lane this week, actually, after after a pretty quiet one uh, last week, guys. So bear with me while I while I go through this. But a lot happened. A lot happened this week in uh, Sky Blue history. So uh, 16 years ago, 2005, Sydney FC actually announced Pierre Litbarski as their first ever manager, um, which is pretty exciting. And obviously went on to win the inaugural A-League title with the team. Uh, Litbarski, of course, uh, won the 1990 FIFA World Cup. Uh, with Germany, so as a big moment for the club, um, which also meant that this week in Scarborough history, 16 years ago, the club f- held its first ever official training session. That would have been up at Valentine, or what? What was Valentine? Was, yeah, it was a bit of a cow paddock yeah. at the time. But um, fun fact out of that one um, that I did during my my research this week, Stephen Weyer. So, cousin of former World Player of the Year George um, was rumored to be trialing after scoring nearly a hundred goals in the Indian uh, Indonesian professional league. So, the other IPL didn't. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Didn't score a contract, but uh, a bit of a tidbit there. A bit of a tidbit there. Uh, again, this week in Sky Blue history, uh, the inaugural A League Grand Final sells out um, for the club. Uh, obviously, taking on Central Coast Mariners, which was. Uh, a brilliant occasion and, Very hot and day, something I it was, yeah. Something um something I'll never forget. And I'm sure many, many Sydney FC fans out there uh, feel exactly the same way. Um but to sell it out, you know, uh, I think the first release sold out in five hours and then when the Mariners were confirmed, um it, it sold out very, very quickly after that as well. So uh huge, huge week in, in Sydney FC history. Uh it was interesting also there was an uh Socceroos game uh, on the 22nd of February 2006, where Dave Carney made his debut for the Socceroos, uh, as well as Alvin Checkley of Sydney FC, getting back into the national team for the first time in about six or uh, well, eight years. So, um, again, the Sydney's form has paid off for a couple of players there. I think also Scott McDonald and Brett Holman debuted in that game, I think I saw during the week, uh, Sean. A couple of, couple of former favourites. Infield's favourite sons. Exactly, exactly. Um, on uh, this week in Sky Blue History 2008, 13 years ago, Sydney FC's Brendan Santalap won goal of the year for that absolute cracker against Adelaide United, um, which just absolutely curled into the top corner from well outside the area. Um, and Alex Brosk actually finished second behind Joel Griffiths in the Johnny Warren medal. I'd um, rather not speak of Brendan Santalap, but anyway. Yeah, I know, but it, it was a cracking goal. An absolute cracking goal, uh, so it's worth worth mentioning. Uh, in f- 2015, this week, uh, Sydney FC played an absolute thriller at Pertex Stadium, James, where uh, Sydney FC would be up three 0 inside 24 minutes, thanks to an almost hat trick from no idea, Mister Yanko, Mister Yanko, Mister Janko, brilliant man. Yeah, had a brace, and I think Kovic put one into the net, even though it came off Yanko's head. So it could have been three. Uh, the Wanderers came back to tie it up 3-3 on 53 minutes before former Sydney FC fan favourite Terry Antonis scored five minutes after coming on to put Sydney up 4-3. Uh, and it's just talking about the game. Even now, Sean gives you a bit of goosebumps. Um, just uh, everything that happened um, in that. And, and when it happened... Just incredible. You always, you always sort of felt watching that, even though we were three 0 up in twenty four. You're like, it's not over. No, it's not over. And then Mikael Tavares gets the second yellow. He did, yeah. So eighty two minutes. So the boys played the last ten. I think from memory, the injury time in that game was very, very high. And um, uh, the guys held on to a four three win, a famous, a famous city derby victory for the Sky Blues. Uh, just three years ago, another famous victory for the Sky Blues at a derby, and I've called it a Mizuzuki masterclass, <laughs> where Oriol Riera put the Wanderers up with a tap in and a bit of sloppy defending um, from Geordie Boyce, led to their opener in ten minutes before Mizuzuki just absolutely turned it on, 
Um, a famous free kick just before half time in the pouring rain to make it one all before coming out in the second half. And it, I, th- I think he had eight or nine shots on target where Janjetovic had to make several pretty good saves, I must admit. Um, but it didn't stop him from scoring a second and then Bobo finishing it off for a 3 1 win okay. thanks to a beautiful ball from Milos Ninkovic to, um, to round the keeper. Very, very good win. And finally, in a trip down Middleby Lane, uh, just last year, mm. 2020. My second favourite time. That's right. After Simon time. <laughs> hashtag Tilio time. Uh, Marco Tilio announced himself to the A-League world, coming on in the 88th minute, scores 1-1 with the Central Coast Mariners up at Gosford. With his first touch, pretty much, he scored um, to put the Sky Blues 2-1 up before setting up the Red Dog, Harry van der Sarg, uh, for his first and still only goal and Sydney's third, ending up winning 3-1, but the score uh, definitely flattered the Sky Blues Absolutely. that day. That was a frustrating evening. It was. It really was. And that, Sean, is a trip down Middleby Lane. That's beautiful. What happened in the W League this uh, week, Sean? In the dub. Huge result. In the Huge. dub. Uh, first and foremost, it was good to get a bounce back win from the girls after the, the flogging they got the week before mm, from uh, mm. Brisbane. A solid 2-1 win over fourth placed uh, Adelaide United. Goals to Remy and Courtney, mm. as you do, as you do. Cause that's just Almost. That, yeah, well, that's oh, what I expected these days. Uh, has Beanie not scored since the first game? Jeez, you could be. Oh, that's. A, a, I think you're right. I think I am. Right. I think you're. I think you're right. Not Sean. that she hasn't come close and contributed, but anyway. Um, uh, but sure. I think with those two goals, massive credit to the queen of corner takers of corner takering, aka T- Teresa Polias, who was uh yeah putting it on uh, a plate. A hundred percent, and yeah. she's leading the league for assists this year. This year, Teresa, uh, the goals are almost a carbon copy. Mm. Yes, yeah. off the corner. Um, the, uh, both Courtney and Remy getting up high and just throwing their body at it, and bang. There's a few little changes to the starting lineup. Charlie Rule getting a start. I noticed that over Ange, bit of, maybe a little bit of rotation. Yeah. I don't know. Aren't they seeing something in training for the week? Charlie's been coming on playing in the midfield, so that was yeah a bit, yeah. bit different. Taylor A back, which I'm glad to see her in the in the yeah. starting lineup with Teresa. But and Claire Wheeler continues to hold down her spot. Claire Wheeler had another very good oh, game. She was a cracking guy. Um, I reckon a man of woman. Person of the match. I think I feel like Ante must listen, Sean, to Sky Blue Stories because you were calling for her to start. Lo and behold, a couple of weeks ago she did, and uh, I, was, I mean Claire Wheeler. I remember you said, yeah, you were a few weeks back. I was, um, I was surprised that she wasn't in on the bench, and then I'm like, okay, she must have a little niggling, little mm. something, something. So uh, she's she's an out and out number ten. I mm. feel, whereas Taylor and Mackenzie and Trees are almost uh, just six and eight in behind. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, like I said, Claire, we are probably the woman of the match. Mm. Uh, so I'm personally still waiting <laughs> for Alira Toby to get a start. Um, and I think it might be worth her getting a start with semifinals and all that on the horizon. God forbid something yeah. happens. Yeah, I mean, again, obviously, um, the difference with the W League is that the number of games, I guess, and they're not playing games back-to-back and, and short turnarounds and everything else. Although the girls have a game this Thursday night coming up. Uh, in Perth, so the girls travelling over to WA. Hopefully, um, the borders stay open and they don't get stuck over there, Mr. McGowan. Um, but that could be an opportunity um, to see Alira start uh, again. She's done a great job when she has come on. Um, more often than not, she's she's quite heavily involved. And uh, yeah, look, I I don't know. Maybe maybe she doesn't quite fit unless you, you're taking a Courtney or a, or a Remy off. At the moment, you wouldn't um, dare with no, those two. No, and, and Princess, even though I don't think she scored since the first game where she got two. She's still beating players. Uh, she's still beating players, still mm. setting it up, still a threat. Um, the the goal that Mackenzie Hawksby got the other week down at Cogra, I think it was, um, she just kind of tapped it in. That was all um, Princess's work. Yeah. Um, but look, it was a bit, a bit of a nervy last, you know, fifteen odd twenty minutes of the game after United's Matilda McNamara scored. Mm. Uh, it was probably a little bit nerve wracking than it needs to be uh, from the punters watching over there at Cromer Park. Um, maybe they should have done more to shut out the game and put another one up on the board. But um, another shout out to Yada Wyman. Mm. Mm. Yada, yeah. Jada, 
moment. Yeah, especially after last week, a couple of, couple of mistakes. A couple of, yeah. Um, and so for her to come up big there, um, well, I mean, basically won us two points. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, very reminiscent of the goal she saved against City. I think it was Alex Chidiak, you know, yeah. just one-on-one, just made herself it, big. It just goes to show, you know, confidence obviously hasn't taken much of a hit on that, no. which is which is great to mm. see. Um, so, yeah, look, I... Speaking more generally, Sean, I mean, Brisbane have, have hit their straps. Um, they're absolutely on fire. They put four or five away against, uh, was it, yeah. a, over the weekend? Yeah. Their, um, their slow start could could end up hurting them in terms of the premiership race, but they're going to be very, very difficult to beat. It looks a little bit like a two-horse race at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I um, uh, Like we said, the girls play Perth Glory on Thursday night, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. So that's Thursday the 25th. Uh, Perth not going very well at all. (laughs) One point. But, yeah, one point, that's right. So in classic Sydney FC style, we'll probably lose. (laughs) Um, But uh, we'll see how the girls go. Look, we should win and that will... Keep a clean sheet. If if Sydney FC win that, it'll be three games left with a five-point gap to Brisbane and you would hope that from there... We, we could wrap it up, the Premiership. You've got uh, Melbourne victory. Yep. After that and... Some tough games. Canberra again. Canberra again, which yeah. Yeah, you, mm, yeah. should be right. So it's not an easy finish, but again, it could be a good good, good in terms of ramping up for the semifinals. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Ante again doing a great job. Um, I like, I'm liking the rotation and I... Uh, I think again, Teresa Polias is just an absolute ornament to this There's club. A few little one or two articles, something popped out this week about her and Matildas. Yeah, yeah, and look, that's well overdue. I think the, the attention. Um, oh, in, yeah, in terms of going to the Olympics. Yeah, in terms of the in terms of the attention that she's getting. I mean, she's the most consistent performer in in the W League. It's very rare, Sean, and you've said this many times before on this podcast. Um, it's very rare she has a bad game. You know, it's mm. very rare she gives the ball away. She's not flashy, and I think that's why... And she doesn't score a lot of goals. I think that's why, you know, she doesn't get as much attention as yep. some others. But if you need someone to sit there, you know, in front of the defensive line, hold them to account and push the ball forward, her distribution's incredible mm. um, to both flanks and, and through the middle. So you saw what she could do from a corner on the weekend. Um, it, it's high time that someone gave her that opportunity especially if you if you're looking at if you're looking at the older heads um, for the 2023 World Cup coming up Teresa won't be a spring chicken then um, but she could absolutely do a job mm. absolutely do a job from uh, put her in the squad uh, just for her leadership alone abs- absolutely absolutely and professionalism mm. right um, anyway that's me on my soapbox mm. um, Perth glory so Sean uh, we, we spoke a little bit about it but I, th- I don't think we're predicting too many troubles for the girls on Thursday night. Are you sure that their coach is Alex Kapasi, uh, former Apakis, Sydney Uni? Yeah. Alex Apakis, is it? Yeah, I think I can yeah. know. It's Greek. It's too many syllables. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's gone over there with his first chance of a, you know, W League start after, you know, coaching in the NPL, Sydney Uni for a number of years. So, mm. yeah, not travelling too well. So, hopefully, uh, the girls just get a couple of goals clean sheet, no injuries, and just march on to the next game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jimmy, how are you, my friend? Let's talk about Brisbane Raw versus Sydney FC. uh, Saturday night at Cogra Jubilee in front of, I think it was about 7,000 people Mm. in the end. Um, Pretty good atmosphere out there at the ground. How'd you see it, James? On my lounge? Yes. (laughs) Very insightful. Thank you, James. It's a good game. I thought we did better than the scoreline suggested. Absolutely. So yeah, I agree. Good times. I agree. What was um, I guess what was your takeaway? We we obviously had quite a few chances, um, but just didn't. I mean, just final third didn't put in the back mm. of the net, did we? Yeah, it was the final third. Same as the back of that. Um, Jamie Young had an extremely good game. Uh, their goalkeeper, um, which didn't help us. Doesn't <laughs> I, I think um, one of the commentators actually said. He seems to have a blinder whenever they play, where he plays Sydney FC. I think right? I, yeah, I think I heard that as well. Um, which is just par for the course, really. 
Um, you know, I remember Liam Reddy having a couple of great games when mm. he used us, that type of thing. So, uh, look, you know, we're going for three on the trot. We're the most successful team in the country. People are going to lift themselves yeah. when they come against us, mm. right? It's the, um, you know, you go up against Liverpool, you go up against Madrid, you Maybe go up against Maybe not at the moment with Liverpool. Well, Liverpool, United, City, whatever it may be, Tottenham. you lift your game when you come up against yeah. those big teams, right? And yep. in Australia, we are one of the big teams. The biggest the biggest. I'm sick of hearing Melbourne Victory is the biggest team. Yeah. Where are they now? Seriously. The largest. What have they done? Sit what last. have they done? Genitalia. The <laughs> well. <laughs> sure. Something um, like that. Very good. Very good. How was your birthday, uh, James? Did you have a nice night? Yeah. Watched, yeah. The, watched the football. Didn't win. Yeah. You haven't aged yeah. a bit. We didn't lose, though. Exactly. So. so you reckon it's one point gained or three points? Two lost. Uh, yeah, I think I think two lost. Um, Sean, let's go through let's go through some of the highlights. Um, and there were look, there were a lot of highlights. I actually really enjoyed the game. It was just not putting it in, and it again, it wasn't one sided. I think Red has made some pretty good yep. saves um, as well to deny uh, a couple of uh, well, it was a long range effort from Macaulay Gillespie, yeah. I think it was, and and a few others. So uh, Dylan Wenzel Halls had a reasonably quiet night. Really, he hit the um, side netting. He uh, did, but um, Sean, I, I what, what did you what did you take out of it, mate? Oh, I look, I found Brisbane. It was a, it was a quite a even flat first half, and things really picked up in the second. Uh, but McGowan, that early collision, it <laughs> gave me a bit of a fright. There was a definite thud, and I thought, oh, sh- you know, neck back, who knows? But he walked away from the tough bastard. Yep. Uh, but you know, the f- for me, there was that that fifty eighth minute chance by Costa with a nice little. Threw ball into the box by uh, Anthony Cassetes, yeah, Argentinian Messi. Yeah, that, um, we thought that was the moment, didn't we? But do you know, and then I go back to um, the article in FSCU. Yeah, he took a touch <laughs> and then shot it, and I'm like, "You're in the box." He was well, under a lot of pressure. He was under a lot of pressure. But that I exactly. feel like that that's the time when yeah. you you take the one shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one touch so shot. Sorry, you just hit it first time. Right, he took yeah. that extra touch. That one touch too many. It's like. Yeah, gave Jamie Young that time. He tried to improve the angle. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, anyway. That's <laughs> hey. Um, and then the w- the big dick move at the 60th <laughs> oh, minute. How good was it? The triple triple Bs. How good was it? Was it? Oh, it was a triple Bs. Well, uh, yeah. I don't even know. Bobo, that. Braddon, and Baum Johan. Baum Johan. Oh, how good's that? And you just see them what like. Ha- <laughs> I like that. That's not a bra size, is it? <laughs> Tops out at double. No, nah, you lost me. <laughs> um, and look, they did make an impact. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought ABJ was... Brilliant. Top. Yeah. They were all they were all Guts very to start him. And he is tonight. They were all very, very yeah. good. Uh, and do you know what? I think Corica got it right. You can't blame Corica this time um, for his choices, I think. But you can for his coaching and what they do in the final third. <laughs> okay, I've been pretty persistent with that. Bear with me here. So um, we talked about whether Bratton would be rested for this game or whether he would start the city game. So he's gone with with putting Neuenhoff and Retray in the centre of the park for the Brisbane game. Called it. I think I called it actually. Um, but humble, <laughs> humble, always humble. But um, uh, bringing those three players on, Sean, like you said, uh, on the 60th minute as well. He didn't stuff around. He wanted to see some action. And, I mean, immediately after that, we had Ryan Grant hit the post twice in two minutes. Um, We had Bobo blaze over the bar, but again, you know... With the header, yeah. He then had a header that Jamie Young somehow kept out of the goal with his boot. The nipple Um, of the boot. I mean, what a moment that would have been for Bobo coming on and scoring three minutes in. Uh, it was it was so close, but um, but so far, unfortunately, for the boys. I, I, I think in all, we hit the woodwork four or five times, uh, and, and Ryan Grant's hit the inside of the bar and just didn't go in. Um, we did everything but score. It was a, yeah. I'm not saying it was a flawless game, but it was a pretty solid game in most facets of it and uh, just didn't want to sink. It didn't. Um, Nilos Ninkovic... Did some incredible things. Age shall um, not weary him. On the weekend, I I didn't notice too much because we were down the cove end, obviously. But the first half, he was doing absolutely Something everything uh, up the other end. And watching the highlights afterwards, I mean, 
it's like he it's like 2015 when he came to the club. It's the same output. It's the same quality. Uh, and my God, what? <laughs> how lucky are we that we've had Milos Ninkovic? Shame he hasn't got any sons. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, the W League team is set. <laughs> yeah, okay. right. There. There's your starting one <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the girls' academy. Maybe world champions. Yeah. World champions in women's football soon. Um, I just uh, again, I I don't want to wax lyrical, but um, some of the passes and just the way that he reads the game, Sean, uh, it's 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 incredible. Mm. It's incredible. I felt uh, Caceres was a bit disappointing, though, fellas. Mm. Um, Bit less, not from a lack yeah. of effort, but it just didn't have the impact. A bit less, and and Jimmy, I think you said um, Bam Johan is is he's wrestling back his starting spot, I think, and we see him start tonight against City. No, I albeit, think you said that. Albeit Ninkovic, <laughs> <laughs> albeit Ninkovic being rested, which again we've we've sort of called for, um, but Bam Johan's been in exceptional form. Yes. Yep, absolutely. Uh, how do we Sorry, being Andrew today. <laughs> yes. Um, what about Grant's form on the night? Mm. I feel like he's had a couple of, not shockers, but lacklustre games this mm. season. Yeah, um, he's been a bit, not mediocre, somewhere between mediocre and Grant. He's he's a, he's a seesaw. He's a yo-yo. Yeah. He, you know, he's either brilliant and links up with uh, Caceres really well and tracks back constantly and gets in people's way, or just can't put a cross in to save his life. Yeah, his crossing on the night was really off. To um, his, yeah, to his credit. Do you think he should have put those goals away? At least one of them. I was going to say, yeah. to his credit. Yeah, he's he's doing different things, but he know he he clearly knows that he's not doing the same sort of things that he was in the last yeah. couple of years. So what he's doing is he's getting himself involved in the game and cutting inside and getting into the box as a right back, having shots on goal when no one else is. So I can't personally have too much of a go at him. Um, he's he's trying to contribute. And this isn't the first game that we've seen him do that. He did it, he did it against the Mariners when we were absolutely shithouse. Mm. Um, he kept getting involved. I, I, I think I observed on the night that I didn't know why he was doing that, but in hindsight, no one else was. Mm. Um, so he tried to turn the game. Um, I, I think he, he actually admitted himself in the media, it might have been the week that we went to training, that you know he, he didn't feel like he was on his game and that he hadn't hit his straps. But, um, I yeah, again, for him to actually get into those positions to have those shots, um, you've got to give him credit mm. for that. What about Redders's? distribution early on in the night i can't remember <laughs> what it was for the rest of the night so that must have been a good thing but initially it was just it was pretty off yes yeah, and a couple of fumbles like little fumbles mm. to himself um yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure but like i said um he came up big with some some saves later on in the game but yeah you're right a couple of couple of um couple of his uh, kickouts went straight over the sideline uh and yeah i, I don't know they Mind maybe elsewhere. Maybe he's losing some sleep. He's got a little little bubba yeah, now, so maybe he's um, he needs to catch some more zeds. Shall we get to the votes? You know. Yes, let's. Sean, how did you vote this week, mate? SFCU.com.au. Vote for your man of the match there. Two fellas that maybe got overlooked on the night because we didn't score goals, but the fact that we didn't really concede either. Well, we didn't concede, so mm. uh, two for Wilco and for um, McGowan each. Nice. One nice. for ABJ. Yep. And one for Ninko. Lovely. Yeah. I um I went a bit different. I, I'm given Ninko four. Oh, wow. Because he was <laughs> that good. Uh I gave Redders one, a couple of very good saves, and Costa one. I wanted to give Costa one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all right. You can do. you can give him my one. Yeah. So how do you how'd you see it? Jimmy one for TV? Costa, two for ABJ, three for Ninko. Nice. Interesting nice. that Callum Neuenhoff got like man of the match performance <laughs> of the game. He was good. He was very and good. And neither one of us gave him any points. He was very good. But yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I think Ninkovic was that dominant, um, in, in my opinion. And uh, again, I thought Paolo had a, had a decent game as well. There is another game. Well, there's a game almost in a, in a moment's time. But there's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it at 7.05? Have I got that right? Skip, uh, skip ahead. Minutes. Skip ahead in the podcast yeah. if you want um, <laughs> to listen to it. But we actually video, but. do have a game on Sunday afternoon, 4.05. Now, that's not mm, a bus. Okay. That's five minutes past four at Cogra. 
Uh, you know, as we know, we had the 3-0 win against them uh, a few weeks ago. A little bit flattering to us, I think, that, that scoreline. Um, come on down to Cogra. How much are away tickets? $25. $25. That seems rather affordable. You know what? Buy yourself two. <laughs> yeah. Two for the, it is two for the price uh, of one. Let That's your it. Western Sydney, Southwestern Sydney mm. friends know yeah. that it's an affordable day out for the family. Mm. We've got grass. Mm. We've got a hill. We have affordable beer. Lovely beer too these days. Yeah. Good choice. Bring mm. a date. Yeah. Bring yeah. a date. Bring a mate. Yeah. Bring two dates. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. Be Sean. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's only after the pod. <laughs> That's on our Patreon. <laughs> um, uh, so how do we see this game panning out? Uh, look, in terms of predicted lineup, it will depend on what happens tonight. God forbid, touch wood, yeah, suspensions and injuries. It's hard to talk about that, but uh, Bratton's one yellow card away from suspension. Mm. So I reckon Bratton's out. To see, <laughs> it's calling to see it now. How it goes? Um, that's you. That's you. That's you calling it out, Jimmy. Um, uh, Braddon's a one one yellow away from a suspension. Uh, Sunday again. There's enough time between with um, you Sunday, know yeah. you got four ga- four clear days there for recovery. Uh, but look, you could see some some rotation. Bobo starting tonight against Melbourne City, which we called, which is oh, great Bobo. to see. Do you reckon he just plays half tonight? Yeah, maybe sixty. Yeah. Maybe sixty. I'm surprised um, he's starting so soon. I thought it might scores, have been another if week. If he scores a first half hat trick, maybe take him off at halftime just yeah. to. But it'll be it'll be really interesting, and and the next few weeks will be exciting, guys, because um, we will see a bit of rotation. And I, I, I think Cork has got it absolutely right. Um, those three subs on the weekend, and again tonight, we see a little bit of uh, rotation in the starting lineup. Ninkovic mm-hmm. finally given a bit of a break. Um, it's up to the players. It's up to the players yeah. to to get the W. Well, we'll see how we go against them. They did get pummeled over the weekend. Four one mixed results. Yeah. yeah, they they demolished Adelaide four uh, nil and then lost four one. Sean, yeah. you're right. And Western United completely bashed them. Yeah, uh, pulled they their pants down. Them. They smashed them in that game. Um, uh, again, Milicic has been rotating his squad quite a bit. They had they got a great result against Brisbane away um, with a win with a again what you wouldn't probably say was their starting eleven, but. I mean, they do have a lot of quality. Uh, Loic Puyo, um, Benyat, and uh, Susieta. Uh, Beautiful. There's a lot of quality in that side. And, and even the luxury of putting Milligan into the centre-back pairing when Susnia and uh, Jovanovic are not there is is pretty impressive. Uh, and then you've got this this raft of young players, uh, Lockie Rose, uh, and Jake Coleman, mm. uh, Denny Jonro. So... The, the the game where we pipped them a few weeks ago obviously turned on its head when Milligan got sent. Um, but before that, we weren't making many inroads. And as as we know, uh, only a few weeks ago, it took until a halftime delay and and uh, obviously some some tactical changes from Corica for for us to turn it around and eventually get the three 0 win on the back of a brace from Paddy Wood. Uh, so. It will be a challenging game, I think, this one. Um, I don't think there'll be many, many goals in it um, from my point of view. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say, despite there already been a game before, 2-0. Uh, nice. 2-1. Two nice. I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. Ooh. Mm. Um, and I mentioned this on the pod many moons ago mm. about the MPL. And then MPL is I, back. And I follow them and, you know, I'd get the post on Instagram going eight days to go, seven days to go. Yeah. And I just... Skip my mind, Jonathan. That's but right. um, this Friday, if you want more football in your brain, Friday the 26th of February, kickoff 7.45 p.m. at Marconi Stadium. We're up against the Stallions, uh, who started off the NPL season quite well last year before COVID turned it on its head. Yeah. They spanked us, I want to say, three or four nil at, at Marconi. Fixture. And then when COVID stopped us and then everything resumed, they kind of died in the arse a bit, mm. Marconi. So... Um, I'll be interested to see how they go against them uh, in terms of our lineup this season. Yeah, and who's available? A and fair bit, that. a fair bit of turnover in terms of quality players for Jimmy Van Weeren and his team. Uh, 
because, well, let's face it, our academy is starting to get attention. Mm. Um, players are starting to uh, be distributed all around the world, but also into the first team. Uh, so, you know, when you think about Ryan Teague, uh, Anton Milanovic, uh, Callum Neuenhoff, Geordie Swibble, Pat Wood, uh, these are all guys that would have been available to him at the start of last mm. season that, that, have, that have come through, and I'm sure we've missed a couple there. Um, but it's, quite, again, going to be quite a young side for NPL standards, Sean. Um, thanks to Jimmy. Jimmy's given us the full squad list. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> you're my second favourite, Jimmy. But there was a name in there that I, I glossed over because I just thought he'd be in Scotland. Mm, yeah. But uh, he's here and ready to go. Segegic. Segegic. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, Adrian Segegic, yeah. So big news last year with him uh, being announced at a Rangers game uh, in, the, in the pregame or something, mm. saying that he'd signed as a 16-year-old at the time. Um, but he's back, with, um, he's back with the academy and the NPL squad after being unable to reach um, personal terms, basically, on either side. So um, great to see him back. I think he's going to have a huge year uh, for the Scott, the Baby Blues uh, there. Along with, Sean, some of the names that we, we've seen a few times pop up last season, um, Antonio Saracino, uh, Patrick Yazbek. Well, Saracino, he scored in the final. Did, The, the yep. losing final against the Blacktown. under-20s but one? Yes, yeah. that's right. Yazbek. Aidan Simmons, yeah. uh Levi Kay, Great as, you know, as well as um, Pavlesic, if he's going to be backing up for them. But adding to all those names, again, we've got some 16, 17-year-olds in there. Yeah, babies. But we've also got a lot of the, uh, a lot of the A-League players available to them in, in Ivanovic, Neuenhoff, uh, Patwood, Swibble, Flotman still, uh, Van der Sarg and Hewitt Bell. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how many of those we see in and mm. out of, of the squad. Um, our man, Jaden Kacharski, oh. still there. Sean, yeah. who we didn't mention. I love him. I was but, waiting um, for you to... I, I was <laughs> literally on the tip of my tongue. Um, so, look, uh, good luck to the boys on Friday night. Be very... We'll be watching with interest. Um, as you said, Sean, last time we played Marconi was uh, the final game of our season last year and Geordie Swivel with two goals and Paddy Wood with one to, to ease to a 3-0 win. Um, it, it'll be a t- it's a tough one to predict. I think Marconi's tipped to finish in the top four, um, top four or five. So well, they're without their striker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are. Yeah. So who knows? Um, they might have it. And on the back of on the back of Sydney FC's most successful season in the NPL, uh, I've got a sneaking suspicion we we'll, we might come away with this one with a win. Mm, I think so too. Um, and just catch it all on NPL.tv. Absolutely fantastic. Way to access that. Absolutely. We're going to have a little bit of a break now, gentlemen. Uh, and we're going to come back and wrap up the Melbourne City game with our observations mm-hmm. and uh, wrap up the podcast. So for now, we'll have a bit of an interlude and we'll, we'll come back and talk to you all later. And we're back. Do we have to be? Deflated. It's depressing. Very deflated. So that was a game. We've uh, just popped back into the studio uh, at quarter past nine in the evening uh, after going down 3-2 to Melbourne City. Uh, the two being courtesy of a Milos Ninkovic goal, a Ryan McGowan through ball to a Milos Ninkovic assist to a Patrick Wood goal? See, couldn't mm. remember. Um, boys, what do we think of that? Let's go back to the beginning. Uh, take <laughs> our minds, to? yeah, because that's where, because that's let's where it was at its worst. Let's talk about the first sixty-five minutes of that <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what do we think about the the rotation? Let's let's talk about pre Milos Ninkovic. You know how, like, you, with time, you have you know before Christ and BC and, and AD. AD. Anor Domini. An- an- Anor Domini. Yeah. I was going to say anti-deridium. For some Boring. Studies anyway. of religion too coming Let's in. talk about pre-Milos and, and post-Milos in this game. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> PM, post. Um, yeah. Yeah. PM, PM and PM. PM. Pre. Yeah. All right. Pre-Ninkovic. Pre and post mm. uh, we were absolutely <laughs> dire. Bollical. Dire. <laughs> Uh, that was a highlight of the evening. Um, we would absolutely no. My brownie was. Yeah, that was good. That looked really it looked good. good. Thanks yeah, for sharing. Nice my pizza was pretty good. Um, yeah, no, boys, we Sorry, were absolutely yeah. disgraceful. <coughs> we were. Were we disgraceful, or were City just all over us? I Both. said to you guys when we were watching 
this is the game I've been waiting for since we came back from the COVID break. We came back from COVID. We looked sloppy. We looked slow. There mm. was no intensity. We haven't been pressing. Mm. A bit out of sorts. Uh, the, the cutbacks, the work the ball into the box, the blah, 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 blah. All the things we've been talking about. This is the game I've been waiting for. I wasn't really expecting it to be City. No, but this is the <laughs> game I've been waiting for. We just got completely no. outplayed Absolutely because we've got exposed. no plan. Yep. No plan B, completely yeah. exposed. It's it's what I've been waiting for. Other teams would just watch the, you know, watch that game back and go, "There's a blueprint." Yeah, uh, exactly what I was thinking during the game, Shawnee. Mm. Um, yeah, they were look. City were very good, and they've been quite ordinary for the rest of the year. I think that's their third win in seven. Mm. Um, but they've had a good break. Uh, they had their full lineup available that game. And it showed. Um, they moved the ball quickly. They trans. They moved out of transition extremely fast. Caught us on the hop time after time after time. We were too slow to turn around. We were too slow to, ta- to chase. And we were not often second to the ball, but third. They had two or three blokes on the ball before we could even figure out what was going on. We, we weren't organised at the back. We didn't have any pressing intensity. No. And the gap between midfield and the front three was... Gargantuan. Yeah, the first 60. I mean, did Bo- Bobo touch the ball? Little I think, to I think once, he said twice. Once or twice. Um, but similar to Paddy Wood last week, to be fair. They just and and Bahaja before that. Mm. Mm. They just didn't get the service. Um, I don't know if that's a tactical thing. I don't know if it's a formation thing, personnel thing, a yeah. little bit of everything. Hunger, desire. My, my yeah. favourite part of the game was probably taking off Bobo Barbarousis. And ABJ, mm. the three Bs. <laughs> right. How many Bs do we have? Yeah, in this I know, team? right? Yeah, seriously, Bobo Barbarousis and Balmyohan to replace them with two kids and a thirty-six-year-old. <laughs> a very, very, very good. I was shocked to see Bobo starting, and I know in some tweets during the game, whatnot, uh, maybe Magic Mil- Magic Milos might have said, you know, it's rotation. We just played, you know, a couple of days ago. But yeah, okay, I get that, but. He ain't ready to be starting a, a full-on, you know, he, he's not ready to be starting. I was, I I, I'm going disa- to disagree with Sean and say yeah. I think Corrick has got the last two games bang on with his lineups. He's been the, listening to the pod. The players the, the players have let him down. You reckon? What? You can't you can't blame Corica for that performance. Well, perhaps. You can't. Like you can't you, he picks he, – he's rotated the squad – he yanked three players at 60 minutes last week uh, and they came on and did the job. This week, he's again, he's rotated. He put Ninkovic on the bench, which we've been asking for. He rotated the centre pairing with Bratton. So mm. Bratton started, Neuenhoff back to the bench, protecting the young player from playing too many minutes too soon. I have absolutely no problem with the lineup that he put out tonight. Oh, it's, it's a more than good um, enough lineup to get three points any day of the I just, I just think they did not execute whatever the plan was. Simple. Let's go to the Braddon collision, knock, mm. concussion. Uh, I hope the fella's all right. Uh, I hope that he's well enough to play on Sunday afternoon. Um, but the fact that uh, what's-his-face didn't get a yellow, uh, the fact that little to none of them got yellows. Another player. So Metcalf was competing for the ball and his shoulder copped Bratton in the face by the look of it. But the other bloke, I thought, well, I didn't even notice the shoulder of the face and because he got tunnelled under the ball. In, in, in Aussie rules, they call it tunnelling. But he, he hip and shouldered him off the ball when he was absolutely no chance of getting it. Mm. And that's what led to him being airborne and off balance. And, you know, uh, Sydney copped their fair share of soft yellow cards tonight. And um, you can't say the same for the other side. And I just, I just found it with their first two goals... Just, I don't know. I don't want to say luck, but there was a stroke, stroke of fortune, capital F, that it fell to them for the first one to, you know, drop. He took the shot. Redders couldn't really quite see it, but I think he still did well enough to try and parry it away, and then just just falls into McLaren's feet, and then he's good enough to finish. Um, And then the second goal. Remind me of the second goal. Gosh, I got bloody Alzheimer's already. Um, second goal was Luna again. The ball whipped in oh, yeah. from the side. 
at what looked like there were three Sydney defenders in front of the bloke who actually got the ball and none of them could mm. change the course of the ball's direction mm. and fell at the feet of Adrian Luna and he tapped it in. I mean, a bit of fortune, yeah, I agree, but we should have done better. Mm. We could not better. hold on to the ball to save ourselves. To be able to retain possession, build some pressure, work it upfield, it was just non-existent nah, we, today. No one, the amount of times I think I cried out for someone to put their foot on the ball, Sean, mm. just didn't happen. Um, Shall we go to PN? Post, <laughs> post Milos. Slightly post better. Nico, post post Milos, PM. Yeah, well, slightly sorry. better. Uh, well, hang on. I actually think better. we need it to be a different PM. Post McGowan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Don't wow. think we've forgotten. Mark McGowan. <laughs> Uh, 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 um, but we'll get to that. Yeah. So post post Milos game changed. <laughs> yes, it did absolutely, Jimmy. Uh, once Milos came on, there was an injection of. Uh, he's just got this ability to slow things down, but yet maintain the pace of the game. I I don't know. Um, uh, Addy mentioned it a few weeks ago when he was on here, but he's just got this uh, innate ability, this unique ability, just to hold up the ball. Suck in plays and release, but yeah. um, yep. his goal, yes, was a little bit of fortune as well. Um, but first time finish, didn't think, put the ball in the back of the net like he does so well in the past. Um, that injection was good. Of course, we had Callum in earlier for Braddon. Um, Paddy Wood, Geordie Swivel did quite well. A little bit of a nice combination mm, between yep. the two for Geordie to latch his head onto it and almost, you know, get into the top corner. Going over the crossbar, that corner, that, that, that top corner there, um, I thought they, you know, did the team quite well and were kind of led from the front and trying to show the other boys, you know, to lift up the enthusiasm and the intent. So yeah, I was quite yeah. pleased with those of course, two City, boys coming. City were already course. City were already up three 0 by this stage when Milos came on. Um, so we had, like you said, Sean Swibble, Wood, and Ninkovic come on, and um, the game was. It's fair to say, I think the game was yeah. gone, uh, but. Something we mentioned on here a few weeks ago when we kept saying how good Bum Johan was coming off the bench and, and how creative he was and how much space he was finding. And we sort of said, imagine Milos coming off the bench around that time and, and doing the same. And 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 I think, you know, patting ourselves on the back, <laughs> I think that's what we saw. Um, so, 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 Jonathan, put both on the bench? Yes. <laughs> I was just thinking be that. Down, be down 4-0. And then come back four three, yeah, yeah. big dick move with ABJ. Um, yeah, look, it wasn't quite the effect, um, but again, you, you can notice the difference. City started to tire as as well they deserve because they ran their absolute socks off for sixty five minutes to to create the lead that they had. And to be fair, I think Jimmy, you said it, it could be five or six at one point. Couple of points. The boot was looking good. There's no doubt in about that. No, Jesus. <laughs> wow, you've been on a podcast for too long. But uh, if somebody uh, saw that scoreline and saw three two, like you get home, Johnny, you tell yeah, the wife, ah, yeah, oh, no. it was three two loss. No, somebody might go, "Geez, good seesawing affair," you know, good wrestle back and forth, one no. all, one nil, you know, two all, two one, two all, three, you know. No, it wasn't no. like that. I that think the scoreline flattered us at the end, despite the loss. It absolutely did. I mean, we've lost a few games the last few years. Um, it's not like 16-17 with the, with the one loss, or 17-18 was it with the one loss. Uh, um, good times. I miss you, Graham. Yeah. <laughs> but we've, beaten, we've been beaten quite – we haven't been beaten like that. No. So we were completely second best um, to everything uh, until, until Milos came on. And um, – Improved, but again, like I said, City had done the hard work and they'd they'd earned their three 0 leave and lead, and um, we couldn't do anything about it. Well, I think actually, Jimmy, it's not post McGowan, post Warland. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Benny Warland came post on. War. Yeah, post no, War, post enough. War, fair enough. Yeah. So, as James alluded to before, <laughs> our um, number nine in the waiting, uh, Benny Warland came on, um, which, and I was like, no. Ryan's not going to go up front. I really and, don't like it. And that he did. <laughs> it's the second time this season. <laughs> that he did. Just just a quickie. Yeah. Jamie Jamie Duncan, Mr. Asoth himself, loves it. He loves it? Loves it. Okay. At odds with you, with you Jonathan. I don't want it to happen Let's too just often. say Jamie and I disagree on quite a bit. <laughs> 
on occasions. We also agree with quite a bit. You do. You guys have um, love-ins regularly on Twitter. But I'm not sure. Um, I don't want it to happen again, if we can avoid it. Um, <laughs> but look, that nice little touch, the little through ball kind of thing for, um, you know, to cut back over to Paddington, do the, the tap-in. That was quite nice. That was quite nice. I'll give it to Ryan with that. But maybe he's banging him in during training. It's just, you know, whizzing him in from outside the box, you know, bicycle kick, scissors, you know, name it. So, yeah, it just, it, it all smells of a little bit of desperation. And I think that's just what it is. You know, when you 3-2, you throw caution to the wind and see what happens. Anyway, so look, we got our pants pulled down and then some. Uh, but look, glass half full. We've got a game this Sunday, so it's not too long to wait to get back onto the paddock and erase the uh, horrors of Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm almost done with that, Sean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, breathe. What do we based on that game? What do we think for lineup for Sunday? Oh, Ninko will start. Yeah. Caceres probably as well. I, f- I fear. I fear for our future as a football club without Milos Ninkovic on the I field. I know. I think uh, Chrissy Howes, our, our good British mate, in our little Facebook chat alluded to like, you know, this is, what did you say, a window into mm. life after Ninko? It scares the and living no shit out of me. Oh, the, with the daughters, you know, gender fluid these days. Who knows? <laughs> Please. <Wow. laughs> I went there, sorry. Um, yeah. Has he got any long lost brothers somewhere in the depths of the Serbian forest? We could bring them out. Um, it'd be nice to see if Trent's fit. Yeah. To come back in. Mm. I'm not sure exactly what the issue is with him. Um, Zulo can't be too far away, and it looks <laughs> like Joel could use a bit of a rest. Yeah, Joel was. Look, we've always been fans of Joel, even though, yes, I did say I'd pick Zulo ahead of him, but. I've always been very happy with him, but absolutely. Uh, I, was, I just think he needs a rest. He was poor tonight, last night. Whenever you listen to this, but but your last couple of games just hasn't had quite the impact. Um, look, twenty-year-old kid. He's played ninety minutes for nearly a year straight. Yeah. Um, he probably just needs a little bit of a rest. He just hasn't been quite as impactful as he has been in the past. But I think there could be a, you know, only if Zulo's fit. Only if I wouldn't, I wouldn't go extreme and you know shuffle our complete line. Harry there, or or, yeah, a, nah, or a retray nah. or something like that. No, although um, we might need retray in the middle now with Braddon. I think um, I, I, if if I had to look into my crystal ball, I would say that our Macarthur lineup will resemble fairly similar to Brisbane um, that last week and Pat um, Costa, Pat Wood, Costa, Milosh, possibly ABJ, mm. um, depending on Bratton, but Newenhoff. Ratten or Neuenhoff Retro and uh, the Wilco, same, Gauza, same line Grant up. and uh, King. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it'd be nice to have Bahaja on the bench as, as an option with Bobo. Or maybe Ivanovic. Um, or Ivanovic. And, and I thought Swibble was quite yeah. – uh, that's probably one of Geordie's best best uh, outings. Stints, yeah, absolutely. For the, for the A-League side. He came on and, and, again, make an impact. And that's what you want from your subs, right? Mm. It sounds simple, but – if you're bringing guys on with 20, 30 minutes to go, you want them to have an impact. And, and both, um, both the youngsters certainly did tonight as well as, as well as um, our Lord and Saviour, Milos Ninkovic. Yeah. Stay. <laughs> Please. For, forever. Yeah. Oh, what's his face in the J League? He was playing, what's, what's his name? Playing to Mizu, um, <laughs> Kazu, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it can be done. Yeah. Precedent has been set. 100%. Yeah. So, 100%. Oh, look, guys, so... Disappointing night, despite and being in your company. Uh, that was a positive. Yeah, yeah, more or less. Um, look, the boys will have to take their medicine uh, and just get fucking fired up for Sunday. Yeah. Get some mongrel, some intensity, some just rip in, cattle dog, whatever. Yeah, that'd yeah. be good, bit of cattle dog. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we've been... Depressed enough. Let's move on about that. Um, in brighter and more exciting news, gents. Yeah. Um, next week, not only do we have another um, Sky Blue story to share with you from John Apotsis, uh, one of our um, one of our 
dedicated listeners and patrons. Um, we're very excited to welcome John um, to the pod next week. Um, we've also got a sponsorship arrangement uh, commencing next week with Arrow Sport. Hang on. So if it's starting next week, do we mention them now? Yeah, I said I'd chuck <laughs> it in now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you haven't obviously read the um, terms and conditions. No, no, it's extra value, I think. So, yeah. uh, you know, if you do want to sponsor Sky Blue Stories, you get extra bang for your buck. Exactly. So, yeah. That's where we're giving. We're the giving type. Yeah. Uh, so have a look uh, as a bit of a sneak preview. Have a look at arrowsport.com.au. Um, who will be sponsoring the podcast for the rest of this season. Thanks very much to Adrian and Arrow Sport for jumping on board. We will give you much more detail about them next week. Um, our Luke Bratton fundraiser, one last push for those listening on Wednesday. Uh, that expires 9pm Wednesday, the 24th of February. All funds going to the Leukemia Foundation through Ryan Grant's fundraiser. Um, we're exceptionally um, overwhelmed and, and, and proud of the response that everyone's given to this. Uh, I can reveal that the current leader is a Melbourne Victory supporter um, with a very, very good um, reason to support. And um, I've been in touch with our two highest bidders this week, gents, and, and they're both really excited for the closing moments. And um, best of luck to both of them and anyone else that may come in over the top. So thank you again for all of your support on that. You've been listening to James, Sean and Jonathan on Sky Blue Stories. And again, we'll be back next week. <laughs>